Of course, Brian Smith, Canaba County Sheriff, in with me today. Why don't we start with what's been going on this past week, dear? Well, a lot of the same. We had uh, a little over 300 calls for service again. A lot of, uh, well, there's a lot of suspicious calls, um, assault and harassment type behavior, um, disorderly conducts. A lot, of, a lot of summer activity. Yeah, people are out and about is what you're saying, and yep. so there's more yep. opportunity for stuff? Oh, more stuff. opportunity for that, and, of course, it's easier for everybody to hear what's going on, and it gets out of control, and um, we get called. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's how it works for the most part. Yeah. 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 What uh, else? Arrests, arrests were down. I think we only had, like, five new arrests. Um, domestic assault. Uh, some some warrant stuff, uh, a DWI that involved um, not only drinking and driving, but there were d- drug possession, and they had didn't have a license anyway. Oh, so they on top of on everything else. Yeah, yeah. So we've had, it seems like every week we have at least one of those, huh. if not more. So. Can I ask the weird question, but age group? Typically, is there, and I know you, know, you don't want to. It, it really, it's across the across board. Across the board. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's no real one particular group. I, I mean, the only reason I ask that is I'm thinking of, you know, if it was a younger person, they just, they hadn't taken the time to take the test. You know, we had, you know, you know, that goes, that's been tough for kids <coughs> to get it done, but this is all age groups. So that has nothing to do with it. It has absolutely nothing. To interesting. Do with it. Very is, interesting to me. This is, these are people that have had their license and got it taken uh, away. Okay, there you go. Uh, because of driving behavior. Sure. Um, or other types of behavior while they were driving. But sure. For whatever reason, they lost their license, and mm-hmm. um, but they continue to drive. And, and not making good decisions. And not make good decisions while they're driving. Right, so, right. Which makes it dangerous for everybody on the road. Definitely, definitely. Anything else on that note? Uh, no, that's... Uh, that all covers it. What about scam stuff? Have you had many calls in that you know, lately? That's kind of been down a little bit, so I don't know if people just aren't calling as often. Right. Um, but, yeah, th- those categories were down. Okay, um, and I'm, I'm glad. Theft if, stuff was, you know. there was we had quite a few theft-type calls, um, all kind of all over the place, anything from, um, uh, we had a one or two catalytic converter thefts. <sighs> Um, vehicles that have been sitting and and um, some of them were even older. They you know no idea when it had happened because they hadn't bothered to look at this vehicle in a while. So sure. Um, but uh, gravel pit stuff, uh, stuff out in the open, in in sight. So um, out of sight, out of mind. If you can put it away in a in a shed or a building, it's a little safer than. Just out in your yard. So it's, for the most part, it's availability. Somebody's driving around, yes. maybe for whatever reason. Availability and opportunity. Opportunity yep. would be the other one. Yep. Okay. So yeah. if you can do some things to help yourself out, not a bad idea. Yes. Yeah. And yes. good neighbors. I know a lot. Yep. that's why you said a lot of these suspicious calls are just that. People are going, you know, something's not right, correct? Right, right. And that's the, those are the good neighbor calls that yeah. people are calling stuff in because there's, you know, vehicle hanging around that they haven't seen before and is acting out of the norm. Um, and, and those, we ask people to call us for those things. Cause right. Because that's how we, we 
stop crime before it happens. Right. It's other sets of eyes because you guys can't be everywhere at one Correct. time. Right. So that's a good right. thing. Yep. And and I would just say as a recommendation, if you have had a scam uh, call that's come in and, you know, you were smart enough not to follow. Th- I shouldn't say smart enough. That isn't the way I want to put it because they, they just pressure you. But right. if you've had one come in and if you want want to share that, right. you guys do take that information and it's good. I know cooperatively you work with the other counties. And is this something that's happening right now? It's an awareness thing, right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Part? I mean, there's, it's kind of, you know, construction season and there's um, there's people going around, you know, storm chasers, we we call them. And, you know, they, they just stop in out of the blue and they inspect like your roof or maybe siding or whatever and, and say, oh, you got damage here. And yeah, we can do this work. And, um, you know, we've had people, you know, they, they get, they talk about it and they get a price and, oh, that sounds really cheap. And then when they get the bill, it's three times what they have been told, <laughs> but they don't have anything in writing. Right. That's a problem. Um, so uh, I know that's going on out there. Um, I did. I had even... a couple of those. I think we talked about it last week or a week before, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going on out there. And uh, you got to be got to be really careful on who you give your business to and and make sure you got that price locked in. There's a signature that this will be done for this price and if if it's over that too bad for the contractor they didn't do they didn't do what they needed to do and i know that you know i'd like to think it's just me trying to be optimistic that some some folks that do these kind of things are not shysters you know i'd love to think that they are going and they do see a need and they are, you I'm know, sure being entrepreneurial. Absolutely. I, I have this Absolutely. business now. I'm getting going, right. and I want to help people, and I will follow all the rules. But you don't know, so then it's kind of like you throw Correct. the baby out with the, the bathwater, right. as you'll say so goes. You, the bad actors yep. ruin it for the good the good um, resources out there. Right, that are just right. really trying to get they're a business out, going. They're, yeah, they're out there, and they're working hard, and they're trying to, trying to get more business so they can keep the crews working. And, right. Um, there's a lot of those out there. Um, you know, it doesn't hurt to do some reference checks, you know. Right. Hey, I'm from this business. Okay. Better Business Bureau. Any right. complaints on this business? A lot of that, you can find out real quick whether they're a legit business or not or if they've been known to do good work or not. Right. Um, one or the other. So. Just, it's aware, you know, it's being aware of that. Um, and, and I'll ask you, as long as being we're Being aware and just watching on, you know, watching out for yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some lots of times, you, no, I don't, maybe I do need my roof repaired, but I'll, I'll search out my own people locally and I'll do my own thing. Well, that's what I've, that's what I right. tend to do. You know, I find, I try and source all that kind of stuff locally. Yeah. You know, people Plenty that, of I, good, people good that people. I know that have reputations for doing good work and, and being of good moral fortitude. Well, and understanding the insurance piece, there's a whole bunch to all this too. Absolutely. So you want to have somebody that really knows the whole scope of it. So just be aware of that. The one other thing I was going to ask Brian this morning is just kind of a general question. It is the season, of course, uh, farm equipment, especially the larger pieces of equipment they're getting, they're planting corn. I'd like to think a lot of that's done. Uh, uh, hopefully, but, uh, hopefully that's done. That's done. Well, they've got some well short range. <laughs> I know, but there's some short range stuff. It's I'm amazing. Sure. The sure. the new stuff that they can do, yep. um, bioengineered stuff, 
you can have your opinion on that, but it's crazy what they can do. But either way, a lot of far larger farm equipment is out and about. And the reason I brought this up, a friend of mine was talking, and they were traveling whatever weekend. It would have been a Friday. You know, all the roads are real busy right now. And it wasn't just a back country road, let's say. It was right. a main thoroughfare, like 23, right. something like that. Right. And he said they the cars were backed up forever. Right. And, of course, people are looking out, trying right. to think if they can pass. And, right. and they just, he said, it wasn't like they just got on and got off. Sometimes it's a, you know, right. they've got to go from one part of their land to another. Right. And he said it was just very frustrating. And he wondered if there was any kind of rules in place for what they call, and it's, it's actually called husbandry. There's, right? Is, that's kind right. of the old-fashioned term for it. Right. But they talk about implements of husbandry, and they actually have a, a folder, if you will, or a brochure on the website. So if you look this up, dps.mn.gov, they have this brochure. Right. And it says Safety on Minnesota Roads. It talks about lighting, and it talks about all that. Right. But Brian, there's really not anything in place. I'm, I'm not picking on farmers because I farm myself. But yep. is it just a common courtesy thing for the most part with some of this? I th- I think so. It's, I mean, you're right. There is no law that says you can't, and you know they got a right to get to their fields and do their business because they've got a short time frame. They got a, you know, you can't just wait. Right. Um. You know, they're burning daylight, and you got a certain window to get your crops in, and um, weather doesn't always you know, go the way you want it. So sometimes you got to be driving down a road you don't want to be driving down because of traffic, heavy traffic, you know, holiday weekends, whatever, but they got to get the crops in too. So um, it's a, it's a balance. And I would hope that most would try and, uh, you know, be smart about trying not to cause any traffic jams, um, especially on our busiest roadways. Uh, You know, I, I grew up on a uh, well, a hobby farm and I've done a bunch of farming and had to travel a lot of roads with tractors and equipment getting towed at slow speeds behind me and that was always our rule of thumb was you find the the least traveled route or the least busy time to to go from place to place yeah we did too um but sometimes you don't have that you don't have options mm-hmm. um because of the proximity of the fields or wherever you got to go you know we got a lot of bridges around here you got to get across and um, sometimes there's limited routes to get from point A to point B so um, I I would hope that most would try and do their best not to get traffic jammed up but it does happen and um, but they got a they they certainly have a right to you know um, make their living and and get their crops in the fields too so sure we all gotta we all gotta balance that out Mm -hmm. and you know um, I get busy, busy weekend traffic, and you want to get from wherever to wherever, and a lot of times everybody's in a hurry, and sometimes you got to slow down. Is any different road construction? You know, True. you know, if you you got roads tore up. Nobody wants them to be tore up when it's busy, but they got to get fixed. So and we have I our just two went seasons. to St. Cloud yeah. last night. And they, oh yeah, they got fully detoured again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little shorter detour this time, but, uh, but they get, you got to get that work done. Right, um, you can't leave it. And I would just say with this, I guess is there's all different sizes of equipment too. I think one of the hardest parts is when you have some of these bigger you know, tractors, and then they've got big implements behind them. Right. And 
people get antsy to try to get around. Like I, I so agree with Brian, they have the right to be on the roadway, but for everybody, um, when possible. And like I say, I, I was on a farm for years when I was married and, uh, we tried to do the best we could. We had much smaller equipment. I will say that first of all, and the roads we were on were not yep. as busy. Right. Um, but we did do what we could right. to be the shortest amount of time right. and to accommodate if there was a way to get over a little bit, right. we would. Right. But some of these big piece of equipment, that's a very difficult thing. Yeah, it's next to impossible. Yeah, With some of the tractors and 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 the the rigs that they're towing behind them, they're they can't get over because there's they take up the the, the whole thing and anyway the, and the road lane. So. Um, that, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is. It's a tough one, but (laughs) well, it is, and it's a tough one. And like I said, I hope they're most, most farmers, I think they don't want to cause problems on the roadways either. Yeah. Cause they don't want to be in an accident. Well, they put themselves in a way of of getting in an accident too. So I've been to a few of those, you know, over the years and, um, sometimes it was a fault of the driver. Sometimes, um, I, I think the the farmer was at fault because their their equipment wasn't as well lit up as it should have been. Yeah, the, you when know, you get into the evening hours, yeah, for sure. Evening hours and you know minimal minimal lighting, minimal reflective. You know, there's some requirements there that they Absolutely. have to have. And you you look at the newer equipment out there, and they're lit up just like your motor vehicles almost. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that part has somewhat gone away. But some of your older stuff didn't have that. Right. So it's just something to think about. I just thought I'd bring it up with Brian today because, uh, you know, how I, I, bottom line, people talk to me about different things and say, well, you just kind of ask Brian about that. So that's, I am the, the mouthpiece, if you will, to pass <laughs> okay. along some of those concerns. So some common sense would be great. Yep. Common sense and respect for others. And, and uh, it's just like anything else in, in our lives, that respect for others and um, goes a long way. Absolutely. Well, Brian Smith, Canabic County Sheriff, I think we're caught up for this week. And you and I will have a date next week. Outstanding. Again, Brian Smith and our get-together on Thursdays is brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance.